If you're still there after that introduction, that is. Uh, how, are you, how are you, Sean? Are you okay? Yeah, all good. All good. Looking forward to yet another fun-packed episode. Are you? I'm I'm raring to go. I'm always looking forward to this, especially this new format, which I'm digging massively, I have to admit, apart from that four-hour-long intro. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what can we do? Should we crack on straight away then, Sean? Yeah. Let's. <laughs> My God. Anyway, right? I have. Do you have news? Do I have? I have news. Do you have news? I have news. Go on then. You're oh. getting married. No, I'm not getting married. That's no. no, 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 no. So this might not be news to a lot of you guys, but um, it was announced in a long time ago in February, and I've only just found out about it, um, that we are getting an Alien TV series for FX, um, and it will be from um, the Fargo showrunner Noah Hawley, I believe that is how it's pronounced. And I didn't know that. Oh, I've I I may have heard someone I know talk about this yesterday, mm. and I reacted very differently. Now oh. I'm interested. Oh, okay. Because the Fargo TV show is fantastic. So this is seventy years before Ellen Ripley, um, who we all know and love, um, in the first three anyway, and um, you are going to get to see sort of the the corporation that sends these people out to space and what they're up for, what they're up to, what they're looking for. So I'm pretty excited about that piece of news. So that's a really, really quick piece of news. Yeah, I'm excited about that now as well. So it's not a Ripley story, which is great. I'm definitely up for that. However, we do have also in theme uh, a new alien movie that is in works with... Um, the Don't Breathe filmmaker. I don't know how to say his first name. Is it Fidi or Fedi Alvarez? Um, so he made Don't Breathe. So this is not going to be a sequel. It's not going to be a prequel. It's not going to be a direct continuation. It is going to be a standalone story in the Alien universe. And I think that is fantastic. And probably where the franchise should have gone instead of making Alien Covenant less said about that the better let's yeah alien covenant is not news so we can f off yeah well that's my that's like, my pieces of news would you like to know my news Sean? yeah go for it because in two short days time one of my favorite things is returned can you guess what that is um no oh it's yes stranger things oh well done how did you know that um <laughs> And I've heard a vicious rumour that it promises to be scarier and darker than ever. Mark your calendar, May 27th, and just put it under one of the best things Netflix has ever done with its <laughs> stupid self is coming back. Um, it looks... It, it seems to be on a grander scale, so if you remember where we left off the third mm. one, uh, they were all kind of splitting up and going around the, the country and finds themselves in different places one of them spoiler alert uh quote unquote could be in a uh, russian prison probably that we what's he who's he who's he um hopefully it they all have it they all links them all together perfectly and it all brings them back to our beloved hawkins for another fabulous showdown with our favorite 80s gang i cannot wait may the 27th it is back the world is okay again uh, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what this was like. To, this is like, to be honest with you, I loved season one and season three. Season two was not for me, really, a bit boring. Um, but yeah, really interested to see what to do with this. So I'm excited for that piece of news. What else have you got? I've got two more pieces of news. Oh, right. Well, yeah. um, to, to, to kind of return your alien news, I have a predator news. <gasps> And it, that is that there is a prequel on its way called Simply Pray. Not Simply Pray, just Pray, <laughs> not the Simply. <laughs> and I 
just by the trailer and the poster, I am moist for this. Yeah, definitely agreed. In, in ways, it's it's a, a it makes me feel a little bit like I did when I saw the Logan one. I don't know if you like the the Logan film, which is mm. brilliant. It was amazing, uh, but this one is Dan Trachtenberg. Um, you may remember him some from such films as Ten Cloverfield Lane, a mm. uh, couple of episodes of The Boys, a um, couple of other things. Um, but I like that. I like the way that it looks small and not as glossy as the other shit that they did. Uh, it's set in the Comanche Nation 300 years ago, Amazing. which also makes me very, very happy. Mm. I am looking forward to that one. That's, that's some good news, though. Um, and we'll move on very quickly because I know we are pressed for time. Um, two, my last bit of news is in Twain, is in two parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two films coming out soon, both are found footage, and I discovered, recently discovered that I'm really fucking scared of found footage films, and even the shit ones scare me. So that's that's food for thought for old John there, isn't it? Mm. Um, Dashcam is one of them where I, I think a girl's out for a buzz, open brackets, drive, close brackets at night and she sees all kinds of madness going on and like it's all somehow intrinsically linked by a supernatural phenomenon. The trailer looks bossed. Like, uh, it doesn't give much away, as I said, from that thinly vague, thin and vague sort of description of it. But it does look very good. It looks like a whole massive madness happens. So I'm looking forward to that. And the last one is The Flock, mm-hmm. which is very interesting for us because a man has made this for 4,000 American pounds, um, which impresses me quite a lot because that kind of harks onto what we were talking about last week. Can can we do it? Can it be done? Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it was worth... It, they paid a lot more than 4,000 uh, American pounds for this. I just say that from the trailer. So we'll try and get the trailers for all three of them on the Instagram and you can have a look and just have some Kleenex handy for that prey one. It's brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah. It does look amazing. So that was your news. Screaming service. So we move on to the argument. This week's <laughs> argument. Uh, we'll start with with the actual argument before we move on to the kind of lazily agree because it was all right. Which is the first one is Scream Four, the, f- <laughs> the fourth entry into a franchise. Uh, let's hear you defend it before I take it apart. So, listen, I'm not going to defend anything. Um, I personally just like this film. I love this franchise. I do think, though, that Scream 4... The Scream franchise began in the 90s, and for me it ended, or should have ended, in the 90s as well. Scream 3 was not the best. It was um, very, very crap. Scream 1 and Scream 2 were absolutely phenomenal the first was a, a caused a change in in the horror genre but the fourth one tries to sort of recapture that i think of of the the original film and it's still got a bit of that 90s slasher vibe to it which i fully appreciate um although it's fully set in the pre- in the present day um of 10 years or so ago um <laughs> so not the present day <laughs> what a fantastic statement that was <laughs> alright alright um, this is probably one of the most self referential of the films I think um, and I think they've slowly got more and more that way um, you know we all know the first one was about creating a horror film um, or live in a horror film, and they've, they've slowly got more and more and more self-referential, self-aware, or meta, as they call it. Um, uh, do I think it suffers because of that? Yeah, I probably do. Um, I don't think the idea of this, um, where I, it, it, I don't think it hangs well, whereas the original was about horror films, the second was about sequels, the third one was very, very loosely about trilogies in the horror field. Then we get the fourth, and it's about remakes. I feel like it's really loose in that sense. It doesn't really go into that until the end. There's, there's no real reason for it. Like, why, why is, why is this a thing? I don't, I don't really fully understand it. 
characters though, so likeable. I, I, I love them. I love pretty much all of the characters. Including the famous Kirby. Fuck off. Okay. okay. Um, well, I, can't, I have to admit, I wasn't really expecting that because that's pretty much how I felt. I thought we were oh. going to have an argument. Oh. Well, so, see, see, the thing is that we've got the same sort of ideas about it, but completely opposite feelings towards it. And I think if this was not a Scream film... I mean, it would have to be a Scream film because it's about remakes of Scream, but if it was not a Scream film and it was a, its own slasher, I probably wouldn't have the same sort of nostalgic yeah. feel about it. I, I thought it was pretty poor, um, predictable, a bit boring in places, mm. but I kept, it kept me watching it because it had an, a, a brilliant cast, mm. like proper, real favourites of mine yeah like I'm, Emma Roberts who's brilliant oh fantastic um, I don't I, we don't speak of Hayden Pantan because I don't know who that is <laughs> oh don't um, bring me hard John um, Kieran Culkin who I love in just about everything he's just amazing if you haven't seen Succession watch him in Succession he's he is a reason to watch it um, who else is in I can't remember shit Courtney Cox yeah and she's not annoying, and neither's that douchebag she's married to. He's not annoying either. Um, <laughs> Neve Campbell has has lost her luster with me, but it wasn't so much that I don't like Neve Campbell; it's that I don't like Sydney Prescott anymore. Mm. I just thought, I just thought this is a tired, tired character. Even she looks bored of her now. Um, <gasps> but the the the, the, the cast they, they got together for this was was absolutely on the money. They were all brilliant. Every single one of them was on the, on the money, and I was just like, what a waste of a brilliant cast. Mm. Um, Do you think people are a bit scared to kill off, not kill off Sydney, but just not include her in future films? Because, you know, we think she's coming back for six, although she she's openly admitted that she doesn't know whether she's in it or not. I think Courtney Cox is in it, which sort of makes sense given her, her job. She's she's a reporter. If there's murders in her hometown and she's yeah. lived through five of these things, she's going to go and report on it. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely Courtney Cox's franchise. I don't think anyone else gives that, that, that says that much, but it definitely belongs to her. It's not Neve's. Sorry, Neve, oh, but it's crap. not. Oh, you might, crap. Uh, you might have the star. It's not. When you think of Scream, who do you think of? There you go. I win. I think of Ghostface, if I'm honest. <laughs> well, what lady do you think of first? Yeah, probably Courtney, but but that's because she's she's a bit of a bitch, and I can't vibe with that. Yeah, she it's her, it's her, she 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 owns this, the whole thing. She's the only constant all the way through it, and she 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 does it again in this, and she's she's really 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 good. I don't like the character, but she's really 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 good. Mm, see, I love the character, um, and I'm I'm glad that you said that this is predictable because it completely is. I feel like the original two really pushed a lot of boundaries in terms of expectations of of slasher films. In a time where slasher films had like a massive resurgence in the nineties, I just feel like this Scream, Scream Four and Scream Five don't push those boundaries at all. They 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 try to and they think that they are, but they're not. There's nothing new. What what new are you showing me here? Not much. Well, I mean, there's not much you can do that's new. <laughs> right. So then, um, so then, don't do it. But th- there is. But they the, like money. The, well, yeah, obviously, and stupid people like me will go and bloody watch it and then buy the, all the, the the Blu-rays and stuff. But th- there has to be something new that you can do because we thought there was nothing that you could do until we had Scream, and that was a like, completely brand new. This is the thing. People just aren't thinking. It's like, oh, let's just do a, let's just do a scream, and it'll be about sequels, or it'll be about a requel, whatever the fuck that shit is. What's a requel? Exactly, John. Watch Scream Five, and you tell me, because I don't know. And I've watched it twice. That Scream Five is a requel. A requel. So basically, it, from what I could get, a requel. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying no, to explain I'm, it and I just I'm, don't I'm know. Happy, I'm happy that that happened because I was thinking, am I really rude if I tell him that I really don't care? No. Oh, okay. 
But I just don't care. But you should care because this is a thing that's happening now. So we, we should pay attention. So's a lot of things. I can't say any of them out loud, but I don't care about them either. I yeah, just but... don't care about that word because that word makes everything shit. Yeah, it's, it's something they've just made up to, to, to fit, I think. I, I've I... seen Scream 5 and it did not in any way move me. I thought what they were going to do with Scream 5, to be honest with you, just before, you know, we move on, um, I thought they were going to do, you know, that th- the thing that, fuck you, Jamie Lee Curtis did with <laughs> the direct direct sequel to the original. I thought that's what they were going to do. Um, and for some reason they didn't. And I thought that might have been a little bit more interesting. Um, because obviously it would be a direct sequel to the original only in terms of the reason for the murders. It would actually be a sequel in terms of the characters' lives and how that's all progressed, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, going back to... Anyway, I could talk about Scream 5 for a long time, but let's do that another time. Um, Yeah, I just... There are problems with Scream 4. It is not the worst in the franchise. It's kind of fun to watch, which... For me, when people say, oh, it's a fun film about horror, I think something has gone massively wrong. Like, you should be scared. And Scream 4 doesn't deliver that. It's 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 like a lukewarm bath or mm. a microwave lasagna. Oh. Agreed. Exactly. Agreed. It's just, yeah. It's all very... I'll do Bland beige. Yeah. Um, go ahead. What what is your final verdict upon its head? I'd stay for the popcorn for Scream Four. I'm gonna yeah, have to, and it, it's, that's just correct. It's mostly based on nostalgia, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It as I mean, it makes you it makes you relatively gooey inside because it does bear Scream's name, and then you remember the first one and how good life was back then. Um, and then you remember that it's now and everything is shit so yeah if you want a reminder of how shit the world is go and watch Scream 4 oh, it's not that bad what did you think of it Are you? would you stay for the popcorn it's, then I it's assume popcorn. Yeah. it's popcorn it's one view and the popcorn might be more interesting than the film oh I love popcorn uh, but it is it does have qualities I don't actually mind um, and so does Scream 4 <laughs> so yeah so what's next I didn't even... Do you know what? I didn't feel anything even talking about that. That's the thing. Like, I'm I'm excited to talk about the next film, but it's it's just... It's it's nothing. It's 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 absolutely nothing, Scream 4. It's a shame, isn't it? Because, you know, it'd been such a long time between 3 and 4, and I expected such big things from it and ultimately was a little bit disappointed, um, even though, obviously, Wes was involved. Um... And I, I just, yeah, Scream 5 is the same. But it, For the benefit of everyone at home, Sean does look quite heartbroken as we speak. <laughs> I mean, I am. I am heartbroken. I don't know if I'm more heartbroken about 4 or 5, though, to be fair. Anyway. Just 4 onwards, you can call it now. 4 onwards. <laughs> right, fuck that. Next film, come on. Okay. Give me something to live for again. So the next film that we watched was, uh, I was going to say In the Night Garden then, but that's not it at all. It's The Night House, um, starring uh, Rebecca. Can I just stop you here for one minute, right? Yeah. If you look at your, your, your image there, I look like I'm in a framed picture on your wall. Yeah, that's because you could... move your Move your head to the left, the, the other left. See that there? It looks like I've got a frame. I'm in a frame on your wall. I love it. That's so but weird. Anyway. Okay. Well, um, I just thought I'd best point that out. So <laughs> the next film is uh, The Night House. And this is uh, Rebecca Hall as Beth, who is a high school teacher whose husband has shot himself. Or my husband shot himself in the head last Thursday, as she says. Um, it's fucking dead good. Sorry. <laughs> um, and she basically is or is not haunted by her husband and it's a massive look at how grief affects us and is Beth actually pushed to 
well, insanity by by grief over the death of her husband. What did you think? Um, right. I when you said when we when you kind of said this is the one we're watching, I was like, oh god, here we go, another. Oh, shitty Disney effort. Disney. <laughs> it was on Disney Plus. So oh, Dis- it's on. If it's on Disney Plus, then Disney made it, as far as I'm concerned. So, and I thought, oh, I'll just sit through this. I'll sit there and I'll lining up porn to watch while it was on and all that. And then I started to really watch it, and I thought, this is really fucking good. Like really, really, really good. It was. I like films like that anyway that kind of deal with allegorical, the allegorical meaning of grief mm. and what it is to mentally suffer, and I like that sort of thing. But this, this was different because, oh my God, is this creepy. Mm. This is what I would describe as a creepy MF. Mm. My word. Yeah, I was genuinely scared watching the first half of this, like genuinely scared. I think I text you saying, like... Oh, I, I, I am, I'm terrified. <laughs> no words of a lie. I don't know what it was. It had some cliches in there, like the music turning on by all by itself, and sort of the stuff that you would expect from a haunted house film. Um, but it scared me. I don't know if it was like the slow build up or the performance from Rebecca Hall or the atmosphere or all of those things. But it was just truly. Scary. It was scary. Yeah, it was. It's it's very very unsettling in the beginning, and it's like well, throughout to be honest, um, because I said I remember texting you and I said I I put off watching I put it on for ten minutes and then I turned it off because I couldn't do it and I was like, (laughs) I was the only reason that I watched it like before was because I knew that we were doing this and I had no choice and that made me feel so anxious I was just I was honestly I was I had like the the, the, the number open to the Samaritans all the way through it just in case I needed them I was just like this this is this is really fucking tipping me this John you are um, so funny I love how I said, scared you get of these things mate it was I was I was freaking out at one point I remember texting you and saying I can't wait for a massive CGI ghost to come and get me um, <laughs> well I was waiting a long time for that because it just go it just ups it ups it ups it ups it and you're just like you, it seems that the less things that are happening the more scared that you are and I was just like this is too much for me this can I and then can I say something now? The film is a masterclass in building tension. It is not a masterclass in how to resolve that tension. I don't think... I'm struggling to remember the second half of the film. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm struggling to remember what how that all of that was resolved and how they went through those steps what stuck in my mind as the first half of the film and I do think it is definitely a film of two halves um and I think um we told we told one of our fans that we we were watching this film um and he turned it off oh no that wasn't this film that was Saint Maud ignore me he turned Saint Maud off John I'm so sorry I'm so sorry John (laughs) what have you just done there you should just get a, get a can of worms out of your drawing. Oh, no. I'll, I'll open we'll it just, just throw it out. We'll edit that out. We'll edit it out. I'll hunt him down. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I, I, do, I, I just don't feel like the second half was great. And it's such a shame. It really is such a shame. Because it had so much promise of being start to end an amazing film. And I'm trying not to take too much away from it. Because it really is. It really is. A, a gorgeous film for a horror film. I, at last, I get my arguments. I disagree completely. I think I think the 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 kind of climax was brilliant and bittersweet and beautifully done. It's about grief, and grief never never gets resolved anyway. You just learn to live with it, and I thought they did that. Superb! That last shot, no spoilers. That last shot um, of the boat, mm. and and you're thinking that that to me is a, is an amazing metaphor for grief. Mm. It was brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. 
I really did. Hmm. I mean, I think you're absolutely fucking wrong, obviously, but, I, I, you know, it, it is what it is. I think, I, I just, I can't get away from it being a film of two halves. And I've said that a lot about horror films in the past because a lot of people can build tension, but it takes a true artist to resolve that tension. And I get what you're saying, the grief is never resolved. I get it, but I'm not, I'm watching a film at the end of the day. We need to have that sort of narrative flow, that narrative structure. There needs to be some resolution, even though it doesn't have to be a full resolution, like, oh, everybody yeah. lived happily after, or this is what happened. I need to have at least partial yeah, she does have some resolution. She learns, she accepts she has to live with it. I like that. Mm. I like that an awful lot. Mm. But you just wanted your Disney ending. That's I why did. you got Disney. When have I wanted a Disney <laughs> ending ever? In everything you've ever watched ever? Not at all. Are you kidding? What what kind of ending do you mean? Like a happy clappy ending? Celebration Sundays and all that? Yeah. No. John, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you said St. Maud's shit. I never said St. Maud was shit. Someone in your camp did. Well. I'll flush him out and bag him. I can't um, Can't say names. Do I know them? No. No, because I have good friends. <laughs> However, oh yeah, no. Yeah, no, I no, it's... Um, I, I thought it was really well done. I thought it was really well thought out. The thing that got me the most and... For, forgive me for being doing nerd talk for a minute. Um, was the pacing? I thought it was mm. superbly paced. I thought, that, like for for all of its other shortcomings, because it didn't fail to me in any in any part. A couple of shortcomings I did in the cliches and stuff, but the pacing saved the whole thing. It was exactly right, I, and I loved it. And Rebecca Hall. I didn't even think she could act, to be honest. <laughs> she can act. She's yeah, she very, can. very good. I, I'm glad that you mentioned the pacing, John, because when I was thinking about it again today, it, do you know what it reminds me of? Reading a novel. Yeah. It's that kind of like, because, you know, where you know, novels are, are quite slow to, to read and they have a certain pace and stuff, um, unless it's a Harlan Coben thing. Um... But yeah, that, that's what it reminds me of. So I'm sort of glad you mentioned Venom. it, because <laughs> yeah. Uh, what 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 would you say this this was? So I'd stay for the popcorn, and the the only reason for that is the second half. I just don't feel like it lived up to the promises of the first half. Yeah, I would stay for the popcorn too. But whereas Scream Four would stay for the popcorn and spend most of the time looking at the popcorn and admiring the. <laughs> thing that was it was in looking around and stuff i would actually watch this and if and and there'd probably still be popcorn left because i'd be so into it you'd be watching it yeah. so okay then would you re-watch this yeah yeah i would yeah. and in what sort of time frame a day a week a month a few months um i would probably watch it again next week oh interesting that's how much i liked it i thought it was a very honest um and a factual portrayal of grief and I think it comes from one of those direct writer directors who's written a film and made a film based on his own experiences of it and I can't get enough of that in, in, mm. in the world I think that's one of the beauties of these these art forms yeah I, I think, think there's if, I think there's it, a lot of well, basically what you're just trying to say um, a lot of craft <laughs> in there um, for sure I'm not taking that away from the film I think it's splendid in that regard but oh, anyway what's next I John? Liked I liked it okay I believe we may have an argument coming here so oh. can I just ask mm. Did, did they actually exist? Did you just get them off the internet? Or did you make them? I make them. So that's your voice? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so There's no end to my, my talent, clearly. It, it was my suggestion this week, and my suggestion is The Brilliant River, um, which was a, two, a six, six or eight-part TV series. Can't remember how many it is. Six or eight. Uh, by the maker of... Um, paranormal activity definite theme arising with this 
for this for me. Um, in that found footage stuff shits me the up like. Um, the the river is about um, a family, a kind of what's it called? Conservationist document, like a David Attenborough fellow, but mm-hmm. younger, obviously. Uh, his family, uh, he goes around the the the, the, the world making his not his nature show. Uh, he disappears in the Amazon jungle. Um, suddenly, his beacon, his tracking beacon, is turned on, um, and his family decide they want to go and find him. The network that he works for says we'll pay for it if you take a film crew with you. Um, so that's how they get the camera on the on the ship uh, and loads of weird shit happens in a nutshell episode one is where it's called it's called the magus which is the boat that his dad owns and they bit of backstory they, they, they travel to the amazon to find it and um all hell breaks loose when they get there um they find out that the magus has the spirit of an old captain on board that uh, his dad had in, imprisoned in this little thing. He escapes and causes untold havoc. Um, what did you think of it? Shit. Well, I'm glad <laughs> I asked you. <laughs> it was not good, John. Um, I... Nah. So the style for me, <laughs> the, the style of the TV show was just not, not for me at all. I didn't like his son. I thought he was a moaning little bitch, and I can't. I just can't buy into characters like that because there's there's nothing else to them. Like I would sort of compare him to AJ Soprano if there was anything else about him, but there isn't. So I can't compare him to that absolute created genius um he was he was just a little bitch and i haven't got time for people like that like fucking come on mate woe is me i'm really sorry that your rich dad rich and famous dad went missing like it was his fault i've got no time for people like that john i didn't like the style i didn't like the characters i didn't think the story was particularly interesting i can see why it was cancelled after one season um that's it (laughs) (laughs) that's the end well, still, good news about Prey, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, praise boss. <laughs> I liked. I I really liked it. I mean, it's not the best, but it's honest. Like, I liked. I liked everything about it. Um, it, no, the first episode's pretty good. Just get the crap. Well, actually, that's not hard. Um, mm-hmm. but um, I I really enjoyed it. I liked the whole. Th- I've seen the whole thing a few times now, and I really liked it. I like the way it's filmed. I like the way it's documentary done as a documentary. I like the way it's like. The, the the effects are pretty all right. Uh, gets gets into the uh, don't really like the way it ends, but um, I can forgive it for that. I really enjoyed it. It was great. That, I mean, that really surprises me. It really surprises me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna confess, I didn't even finish the episode because I just literally couldn't stomach it. You bloodless, soulless whore. Well, I watched Hush for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you obviously there was something about that that kept something you going. Wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to please you. Oh, John, don't break me heart. Don't break me heart. Well, I didn't that know it was an option to not watch you, Well, it's not an option. Shit, I've sat through with this. It's not an option. I just <laughs> opted not to watch it anymore. It was a first here. It was, it was just, it was shit. There were a lot of characters that were just, were not introduced to, they're just there. Um, they're just there on the boat. You don't really know anything about them. You don't get to know anything about them. And I know it was the first episode, but I could not differentiate one character from the next. So I don't, there was nothing there for me, John. It was, it was completely void of of anything creative still uh, good news about Prey though isn't it <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully that'll be better than episode one of The River um, and I feel like you know your little brief introduction is pretty much all there is to it yeah do you know as I was saying that I was thinking to myself um, 
Surely you should expand on this. And I know in my head I was going, that that really is it, John. Yeah. It, brains and mouth, it. brains and mouth, panic. Um, <laughs> it was like, I was I was like, shit. I mean, it's it's if you if you're bored, if you're on, if you've got nothing better to do, um, then it, I like it. I like it. It's well, honest. if you've got nothing better to do, you probably still wouldn't watch it because you have to pay to watch it for some bizarre reason. I bought it. You did buy it, and I don't, I, I, I don't fully understand why something like this is not free to watch on Amazon Prime. Well, I say free to watch. You've already paid for it. I don't understand why you have to pay again. But, oh, that's a problem for you to resolve Amazon Prime, but I don't, this, this does, it's not like this has a cult following, like other one season things like, like Firefly that was made into Serenity, like that's got yeah. a massive cult following. It, it does, it's this just not as big. So then it doesn't have a massive cult following, does it? It's just, yeah. it's mainly massive one or two people. neck beards. The actual people that follow it are bigger than the, uh. Than, than, the, than the cult like because they're all 15 stone 50 stone neckbeard twats neckbeard yeah who just <laughs> argue about everything on the internet that is amazing I love it I've never heard that expression before but I'm so glad that I have and I'm so glad this was the first time <laughs> this this was the moment we were meant to be talking about the river episode one but I discovered the word neckbeard um, a girl I'm really rather fond of says it all the time Has the girl that you're really rather fond of watched The River, episode one, season one? No, she probably wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Interesting. She's got taste. (laughs) Well, there you go. I mean that in the way, I mean that in the way, like, I I had a feeling you wouldn't like it because you're like a proper horror connoisseur, and I think she is too. Um, So I wouldn't, I I suggest things to you because A, I want to argue with you, and B, (laughs) I like it when you come back and you go on Herculean rants. But, um, I don't know, um, yeah, but yeah, disappointing. I was disappointed. I really was. Like the way you'd baked it up to me because you'd spoken to me about it before. I was like, "This is going to be great." Switched it on within five minutes. I was like, "You're a moaning bitch. Don't even know who you are. Not interested about what you've got to say about your husband." Are you talking to me now, or what? Uh, this is the... all of them. Everybody. I thought you were talking yeah, about I'm me. In... I was like, I'm, I'm not even married. I'm including you. Yeah, not just not for me. Not interested. Don't want well, to talk about it anymore. I I find this interesting because, as I said, you're a proper horror connoisseur, and I'm scared of my own shadow. This is true. Which I think, if you're looking for an entry level position into the horror world, I think this will do you right. Are you fucking joking me? No. I <sighs> don't sigh. I mean, I have to, John. Because I feel like if somebody who wasn't sure whether they were interested in horror watched this, they would never watch anything horror-related ever again because it's that shit. Wow. And I'm I try not to, to think swear. you didn't like this. I didn't. And I, I, don't, I try not to swear as much as you do. But it was... Another dig there. Yeah, yeah. Fucking prick. How's that for swearing? Oh, say it again. Fucking prick. Right, let's never talk of the river again. Yeah, please. And let's never talk of the shortcuts again. Uh, please. And um, so we need to decide what next week's is going to be. Now it's your call now. Yeah. I'll get back to you on that one then. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Ah, oh. That's I don't know if you want to do that again. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. That scream was fantastic and it has to stay. It was perfect. <laughs> right. It's it. because he doesn't tell me when he's going to put these things on. It, it's like, and it's very, very loud in my headphones. And it's every time it scares the shit out of me. Why do I do a horror podcast? Because you Why love Why do I do a football one or a Sopranos one? I know all about them and they don't fucking scare me. Oh, you loved it. You loved so it. what's this silver scream thing about? Done anything over the weekend you want to tell us about? Not so, that. So, this is a way... Although that might be a horror film. Um, 
There's there's nothing horror related on at the cinema right now. It's absolute ball bag. But I will tell you my experience of getting to go to see Friday the 13th, the original, on the cinema, if you'd like. No. Uh, okay. Yes, go on. Okay. Well, it was fantastic from start to finish and that's that. And I do felt like, I do feel like there were bits of the film that I'd not seen before. And I, I can't decide whether that's because, you know, when you've watched something that many times and you, it's not that you half watch it, but like some of the scenes in between your favourite scenes don't really pop out as much as they used to. Or whether it was a completely different cut than I'd seen before. Um but there was little bits and pieces in there, only like a few seconds worth, um, that I don't remember ever witnessing before. The film was fantastic on the big screen, John. Like, I was so excited, so, so excited, despite how late it was on. And also the fact that these three lads kept, four of them actually, kept talking behind. Why do people go to the cinema to talk? Just you've stay actually, in. You've actually opened a can of, another can of worms there because... Right, why why would you pay? Go get ready. Go out of your house. Pay money on a train slash bus slash petrol for a car to go somewhere. Pay money to get to get into a cinema. Pay money to get a drink, popcorn, whatever. Mm-hmm. Use your legs and your energy to walk upstairs and sit down in front of a big screen and then talk to someone. Why would you ever do that, Sean? Why? Right, right. I'm having this now. This is happening. Right. There's, there's, there's so many things that annoy me about the cinema. I understand people want to go in and have, some, have something to eat. Why do you eat crisps? Why do you eat <laughs> the loudest snack known to man in a cinema? I think I've done this before on this one. I'm doing it again. I don't care. I'm having it again. This is going to be a weekly thing. Right. <laughs> you don't need to do that slurping sound with your drink as well. You don't have to eat crisps. You don't have to come in with a hot dog that smells like a fucking prostitute's knickers. You don't have to come in with a cheesy bloody bowl of nachos that smells even worse. Come in with a drink and some popcorn or whatever. Shut up. Sit down and watch the film that we've all paid money to do. You want to talk to your mate about how he boned his own sister last night? Go outside and talk about it there. Don't interrupt me watching Batman. Or, or another film that I watched. Oh, take a pick. Any of the last ten films I've watched, there's always been some shithead behind me talking or eating crisps at me. There was a guy who walked in, and he was the definition of a fucking neckbeard he was. He had a carrier bag full of stuff, like Santa's sack. Ho, ho, ho. I'll be over here munching on mint arrow and stuff like that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> right. Especially when it's a one-day-only thing like that. I went to see Terminator 2. I've been to see Terminator 2 on quite a few one-day-only things, so that mm. doesn't really count. But anyway, um, I went to see Terminator 2, and there was a guy next to me saying all the lines. If I'm not going to do it, you're not going to do it, sunshine. Oh, fucking hell. What were we talking about? Jesus Christ, John. Can I just say that I am one of those people that eat nachos in the cinema? I love you. I have nachos, I have three cheese dips with it, and loads of jalapenos. Are you just saying this to upset me now? No, because it's amazing, and I don't... I like you, I value your opinion. But I don't crunch really loud, I'm not one of those people. I only crunch when it's a loud scene, and you can't hear me. But it smells so nice and it tastes amazing, but... Yeah. They don't, they smell like a horse's arse. They don't. Well, even if they do, they taste nice. Right. People in Nightmare Cinema Land... Tell me or tell me not. Do, what are we talking about? Nachos smell like a horse's ass because I think they do. And does it annoy you when some scumbag comes into the cinema with a fucking big hot dog in one hand and a big cheesy bowl of nachos in the other? <laughs> there are seats outside the cinema for you peasants to sit out and talk about things while you're looking at horses' willies. What? Piss off. What? Well, I don't talk in the pictures. I'm not a monster. Do you eat a big bowl of cheese with a big hot dog next to you? Well, I don't eat a hot dog either. I just have nachos and a Coke. Nachos. Nachos are not a cinema cinema snack. They don't qualify. Well, I don't care. I enjoy them. I didn't have nachos when I went to see Friday the 13th anyway. I had popcorn. I was very traditional Yeah, because you didn't time. want to miss the bloody film. That's why. No, it's because it felt like the 80s. 
so they didn't have nachos yeah, in the cinema in the eighties. So. That's another question as well. Do you know in, the, in, in especially the screen films? You know they go go to the cinema to watch the film. Do people do that cheering and whooping thing all the no, way through. No, because I'd fucking flip. Yeah. I would absolutely flip. I, th- I think that's a very American thing, and I'm not even sure they do it in America. But I would kill a bitch if they did that. Like it's 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 in most of the screen films. Like they're doing it, and they. It's like, it's just chaos. It's like a mosh pit. Yeah, it's horrendous. Like, do you remember when I went to see The Exorcist in the cinema a few months ago and people were talking and laughing at it and I just thought, why have you even come? What are you even here for? Go home. Watch fucking Hollyoaks, hun, because that's where you're at. That's where you are at. Yeah, my one was when I went to see that Ghostbusters Reborn thing, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, I can't even defend that. Um, But... At the end, when they all turn up, everyone started cheering, and I wanted to go home. Oh, so you've just ruined the end for me. Um, yeah. Well, they, you know they're in it, but they're only in it at the end. I didn't know they were in it. Oh, you didn't know that they all reunited for this? Nope. Seriously? Well, one of them's dead, isn't he? Yeah. What's the name of the film? Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh. I don't... I haven't... I haven't stolen anything from you or saved you two boobless hours so don't worry about it well I feel like you've robbed it from me now what am I going to do watch something else that's good watch the original there you go okay but yeah yeah. let's go back to Friday that was a tangent and a half I know apologies Um, anyway it was really good that's it so yeah I do like it when they put old films on in the cinema now I really 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 like it well I'm going to see Psycho soon the end of the month next week next week actually that'd be good I've seen. I think I've seen The Exorcist on the in the, in the cinema. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was really good as well. Like, really, really, really good. You, you you don't give them. I mean, you love them. I love them anyway. But you don't understand just what the cinema means mm. when you go in, until you go and see a film like that and you get it on the big screen, and you and you you, you have all this. The, the sounds there and the atmospheres there it's, it's just dead good Do you, you're so shit right. heel comes in with nachos <laughs> or talks you're so right because the, like like I said I think that's the reason why I noticed so many different things on watching Friday the 13th because it was on the big screen because of where I was at the time like it wasn't at home on my TV on the Blu-ray set it was watching it in the cinema like it was intended to be watched which for me as a, a horror film and, and just loving the Friday the 13th franchise was just such a massive thing because, I, I mean, they, in the UK, they never used to do this. It was just, it was always new films, but now they seem to have adopted this stance of let's put old films on every now and then and I just love it and I'm so grateful that we get to get to see them should we choose to. Anyway, that's the end of that. <laughs> Sound, yeah. No, it's good. I like it. I'm just thinking about all the old films I've seen on it in the cinema, and yeah, I like that. It's it's. It, I mean, it just shows the state of affairs that this, the the the, the film world is in, when it like, you you've got to go back to back back in time and get to get good stuff, even though, yeah, yeah. Oh well. You. So. Yeah. Next is our last thing, John. Yes, it's our own little project, isn't it? Money it is. where your mouth is time. Any <laughs> critic out there who wants to just pan this, because especially Jamie Lee Curtis, she's going to have front row seat. She's going to start her own podcast and she's just going to talk about how shit this film is as soon as it's made. Uh, <laughs> thanks to you. Fuck and then you, come Jamie in and eat nachos. But, um, yeah. Um, so what is it? What we were going to do today was we were going to d- decide on the... Subgenre is that it? Is that is that a yeah? I'd say a, so. I say format, that's right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and my vote straight away gets found footage because I just think <sighs> it's the creepiest for, format. I really do. I, I they, they, they they freak me out. Like, <sighs> what 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 is the most? What are the the most, like. Memorable horror films that of modern modern horror films because we're not going to make The Exorcist here, and we can't make but, anything based on. But found footage films, John, they're, they're not really scripted, are they? They're like, uh, well, I mean, the story is there, obviously, and the scenes are like sort of planned, but they're not scripted. That's the point. They're supposed to be, sort of like, 
natural or as natural as you can get them those conversations so what would we actually be writing we would just be planning scenes wouldn't we yeah yeah you plan the scenes and you could but you could write it and then you could let the actors work with what you've written so they have to say a more natural form in the moment of what you've written and that could change every time that you you do 10 takes you get 10 different variations of that depending on what mood they're mm. in so you'd have unfortunately you'd have to get good actors and I don't think they exist if I'm completely honest um, <laughs> at this level anyway sorry all actors out there but you don't um, you'd have to really they, 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 if you're doing that, that, that's the thing I'm going to say if you're doing found footage then the actors that you get are going to have to be on the money and would probably want money see I I I'm not entirely sure that found footage is a subgenre of horror. I think it's a style of horror because you can That's have <clears throat> you can have found footage slasher films. Okay, they don't exist really that I know of. You can <clears throat> then have found footage supernatural, found footage zombie. I don't actually think there is a found footage slasher film that I can that I can think of. Maniac. It's not found footage. It's just a different style. <laughs> Cancel my last. Okay. <laughs> so talk myself out of that I one. I mean, yeah, you did. I, I'm. I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like we might be coming at this from a slightly different angle. I feel like we should, we should be presenting ideas before we get to uh, a genre so or a subgenre, maybe. We, what, what? Okay, I'll change the um the thing. What style do you want then? Do you want? Should we do a slasher? See, I it, it's difficult for me because I can't really envision a style or a genre before I think of what the idea is. If does that make sense? Well, I, I mean, I think you need a, 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 if, if you have to decide what you're going to make, and then are you going to make a slasher film? Are you going to make a possession film? And then you write it accordingly. That is you, that just feels so unnatural to me. But it's but it's the way. What would you do? That what would you like? Just write a, write something and make it into what you want it to be. No, no, no. I wouldn't just sit down and start writing something. I would the idea, the husk or the the kernel, if you will, of the idea would be there first, and then I'd start fleshing out the ideas. And what if this? What if this? What if the characters this? What if they? What if they were like this? And then it would sort of. Mm, like spiderweb out and become become itself it sounds dead arty but that's and then if it doesn't fit within that genre then you know you cut and edit until it it, it does fit yeah i i have a few ideas i would like i don't possibly to do like a like it's you know like um never hike alone mm I would like to see if we can do something like that because I have an uh, an awesome Hellraiser idea I want to do. I know it's not your cup of tea, but it doesn't stop from being awesome. Or you could do some sort of nerdgasmic crossover. I've just I've just had this thought now. So, so are you, you talking about a fan film? Yeah, I don't see why there's no reason we can't do that. Okay, it's like it's I've, I've it's 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 very very bizarre because I've never actually shown the world this process before. Usually, I'm just sat in a corner masturbating until an idea comes to me. Um, oh, Jesus Christ! And then um, and then I usually phone you, um, and then after I phoned you, I wipe my hands. But, um, <laughs> but like, it's very it's very kind of I can feel myself being a bit sort of vulnerable at this this is very bizarre feeling this because i've never let anyone into this on this scale before it's really mad so uh, so here's here's what i'm going to say i think anything that you have worked on before and anything that you love like you clearly love trial of the cenobites can you are you pleased that i remember the name i am yeah i'm very surprised i feel you should keep that for you because I know what you like, John. I think you're very protective over your ideas, and rightly so, rightly so. Um, 
I feel like what we should create here, we should create together and it should be something new and it should be something different and it should be something that we don't mind talking about in such an open forum, um, if that makes sense. So you want, we want a completely original idea away from And not, not just because it's original. No, 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 no. I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't be a fan film at all. But what I'm saying is the things that you've done before and the things that I've done before, we should leave them only because they are our ideas, not our ideas together, if that makes sense. Okay. So what we'll do now, we shall bring this... What I could consider a counselling session for me to a close. The next time we do this, we have to bring two pictures with us for films. Okay. Are you up for that? Uh, I feel maybe one, one each. One each. And then we do another one each the, the episode after, okay. to be honest, yeah. This is a lot more, not like, it's not hard work because this is what I do every day, but it's a lot more of a, a, a sort of shock to me because I don't really talk about this mm -hmm. except, as I said, to, to a very select few people. But to be doing it, like, in this kind of public way. And I, I, and I hope I hope people are listening and they're going, shit, this is actually dead hard. I, I'm, I, I, it wasn't me. I'm not shit at this. It's just dead hard. Mm -hmm. Believe me, it's, it's so hard. You have to have massive passions that want to do this and I didn't think it was going to be this kind of exposing and vulnerable making when I was thinking about it but you are it's like do you know what it's like it's like being workshopped in front of the whole oh, cohort again and um, that's exactly what it's like and this yeah. is going to be especially difficult for me I think because I've not thought in the in, in screenwriting terms for such a long time Um because I, I focused on prose and you obviously did did this. This is going to be a massive learning curve for me, I think. But I'm excited. I'm not scared. Yeah, of I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. It's, it's, it's. I, I just want people to know if, if by chance there's, there's, a, there's a kid listening to this who's started writing a script and he's gone. This is dead hard. This I can't do this. Yes, you can, mate. Believe me. It doesn't matter Definitely if you, can. you, me, Sean, or Wes Craven. Well, not Wes Craven now, sadly, oh, but yes. someone who's alive, Robert Eggers. Um, you can, you can, you can do it. It just, it's, it's just fucking hard. So, why don't we, you we, also send your ideas into us? Like, what, what horror films would you love to see? Yeah, go ahead. Do and it. if they're good, we'll steal them. <laughs> we will. Bits of them. I will not allow John to do that. Yeah. I will anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, I and and I I will make it my mission, kid who's listening to me, who doesn't know he's listening to me, to come on here every every week, whatever, every couple of weeks, and show you just how how much this makes me squirm, but how much I also will not stop. Hmm. And if I can do it, you can do it. Believe me. Oh, that was really, just, I feel like just, we should play like a power yeah. ballad now or something. Yeah, just give me a percentage of the profits if you sell it. <laughs> that was a lovely speech. Yeah. By um, my rip-roaring um, speech, it was the final curtain. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed that, that was good. Right, next week we shall be back with more, hopefully we have more arguments because we're getting on too well, I don't like I it. I know, but I don't like it either. I feel like I've become too nice I need to be not nice next week Prince of Darkness again and hush John, there I, we go I would fucking murder you if I had to watch that thing ever again <laughs> there would be a horror film created about this story that's what my horror film pitch is Prince of, the making of Prince of Darkness oh god right thank you very much for listening we shall see you again soon thank you so much bye bye, bye.